this is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike, who is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Thank you for the enthusiastic hello, as always, Mike. You guys might also know our new friend, Dell. He's in the corner on standby. He is standing in the corner. Go ahead and let the folks at home know you're real, Dell. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you, sir. Now, you guys might know me, Chris, as the uh, the guy who runs Chris vs. the World, my comedy channel on YouTube, or Laser Lemming, my gaming channel on YouTube. Also, uploaded.com, this website that we use to host this podcast. By the way, this podcast is available Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. If it's not, you should demand it. Like Noggin. Noggin, now. Get your Noggin now. Ask a grown-up for permission. Thank you, sir. So, we are going to have a great show for you. I think that's what I meant to say. We're going to have a a wonderful show for you guys. If you're interested. If you're interested. uh, We're going to be talking about some Christmas tree shenanigans. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation's 25th anniversary. Drug dealers. The FBI. Lots of listener questions. And a lot more, probably. I don't know. Last week... My wife finally got around to, to listening to last week's episode a few days ago, and she said, whatever energy drink you were on last week, you should never record an episode on again. You should never be drinking that energy drink and recording an episode of the show again. It sounded like you were on uh, fast forward. It sounded like I had you playing at double speed. And I felt that way as I was recording it. I knew that I was talking very fast, and it did honestly feel like I was talking a little bit on fast forward. Right now it even feels that way, so I'm going to try to slow it down, try to bring it back a little bit, if you will. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and relax. Let's go ahead and relax. I just want to use this time to breathe and say, hey, we are trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show. There are not currently 8 billion people on planet Earth. So if you could just go ahead and let people know about the show. Just let people know about the show. Just tell them. If you have to hold a knife while you're telling them, you could do that. I'm not saying you threaten them. I'm not saying you actually... uh, point at the knife. I'm just saying you could hold a knife and tell people about the show. That's fine. I think. I'm not saying hurt anybody. Don't hurt anybody. Just hold a knife if you want to. Anyway, if you've been listening to this show uh, over the last few months at least, you know that once upon a time I got laid and now my wife is making a baby, right? So I try not to make this show all about uh, my baby coming because it's not your baby. It's not your baby. So you you only care so much, so I, I try not to be like, hey, here, the, here's the weekly baby progress report, but the thing is, the thing is, I do not currently have a lot of time on my hands, right? I don't have a lot of time on my hands. I, 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 I work full time. We need to get 8 billion people listening to the show. There's not currently 8 billion people on planet Earth, so we need to get there first, and I, I'm apparently trying to do my part with uh, the whole, you know, baby, but... We don't have 8 billion people listening to this show, and I'm thinking once we get to, I don't know, 5, 6 billion people uh, listening on a regular basis, I could probably quit my job and do the show full-time. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I have the full-time job, I have the baby coming, I have uh, everything else life throws at you, right? You got all that stuff going on. So time is scarce unless you are just constantly coked up, right? I assume people that are constantly coked up never sleep. So I have to sleep a little bit. I have to sleep a little bit. But I think my point is is that I don't have a lot of free time. I don't have a lot of free time. And my wife really wants us to give our baby boy a name before he's born. So this time that I'm recording right now, this is really the only time I have that is quote-unquote free time. 
And I wouldn't really call it free time because this takes a lot of time and energy and planning and so on and so forth, right? So this is my free time, and I need to use it as wisely as possible. So when it comes to baby names, I've come up with a list of some top contenders that I think are top contenders, and I'm going to read them on the show just to see what sounds best. And then and then after I, I've, I've gone over and I've, I've thought this out with you guys, with Mike, with Dell, after all that has happened... Then we can name this boy, and he'll just have that name for the rest of his life. Sound good, Mike? Yeah, yeah, sounds good, whatever. All right, cool, all right, cool. Let's, let's move on to our tip of the week. It's just the tip of the week. Okay, it's December. It is now officially December. This is our first December episode this year, I think. And that also means that Thanksgiving is over. So I am officially declaring it okay to talk about Christmas. It was not okay to talk about Christmas until this moment, at least until December 1st, which was, uh, what day was December 1st? That was Sunday. So if you started talking about Christmas on Sunday, you are okay. You will not be uh, given, you will not be prosecuted, okay? But if you've been talking about Christmas before then, uh, please look out for your warrant in the mail. Anyway, anyway, it is, it is December, and my wife has been wanting to put up Christmas decorations for weeks now. So we're finally going to do that this weekend. And that means I gotta go get the tree from the from the storage closet outside. Now it's not a fake tree or anything like that. It's a dead tree that we've had for like the last four or five years or so. But I want to get my money's worth, so it's in there. Gotta go get it next to the water here. I used to work at this place called Target. You might have heard of it, big retail chain. Uh, that was about fourteen years ago. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling old. That was about fourteen years ago, F- thirteen, fourteen years ago. Wow. So. Back then, I don't think they do in any Targets anymore, but back then, they still had a garden department in Target. And I used to work in the garden department at Target. And that's a whole story in itself. I got called in one day. I used to, I used to work regular, inside, boring-ass job at Target. And then one day, I got called in on my day off. They said, hey, you want to come in for four hours in the garden department? Just be you and uh, this one other person. It'll be easy-peasy. I went in. They said, hey, you did great. You want to do this forever? I thought this was... Now, this was nice. This was okay. This was chill. I had my own free time. I could uh, write jokes, come up with a podcast. And I said, yeah, that was a big mistake. But that's a whole nother can of worms. A whole nother can of worms. Point is, I worked in the gardening section at Target, right? And during Christmas, that garden department turned into the Christmas tree department. Mike, Dell, I unloaded hundreds of Christmas trees off of trucks at Target. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was even more fun because I was making a whole $7 an hour back then. You know what? I actually <laughs> I actually uh, got a raise. I remember, I remember when I got my raise, and they, the, my, my supervisor had to explain my raise. It was 40 cents, 40 cents, so I made $7.40. Wow. But uh, back then, I was making 7 bucks an hour, 7 bucks an hour to uh, uh, do a lot of stuff with Christmas trees. Let's get into it. So, when you're working at Target, they, they won't let you take tips. They won't let you take tips. And that makes sense. You know, you're not going to the cash register inside Target and uh, tipping your cashier, right? It's not happening. It's not happening. It would look weird. It would look like you are bribing somebody. So, uh, that makes sense. But they also wouldn't let you take tips when you were working with Christmas trees. And if you ever bought a Christmas tree, tips are kind of expected in uh, the Americas. 
but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I was making shit 50 an hour, right? Seven bucks an hour. And I couldn't take tips from people that were offering me extra cash. You know, they said, hey, you don't make a lot of money. Here's some money. Here's some extra cash. And Target said, uh-uh, not you, buddy. Not you. But sometimes I was able to, you know, convince them. I said, hey, look, I can't take the tip. I can't take, the, like, if you hand me this money, I, I, I would point at the cameras or I'd point at them with my eyes. I said, look, uh, at, at your 6 o'clock, there's a, there's a camera staring right at me. And if you send me some extra, if you slide me some extra cash right there and I take it and put it in my pocket, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get fired. So I said, look, you can drop the cash on the ground outside. I could pick it up. That would be my dinner money. Sometimes they would do it. Sometimes they'd be like, okay, okay. So I want to get my tip. Anyway, <laughs> Target was super unprofessional about this whole thing. And I mean that. I mean that sincerely. They handed me an electric chainsaw. They just grabbed it right out of the box, brand new, and uh, had me cutting tree stumps off for anybody that bought the tree, you know, so that the tree could absorb the water, right? Mike, I was practically a child when I worked there, you know, barely old enough to make my own crack rock, right? I did not know the ins and outs of electric chainsaws, which, you know, are not the preferred chainsawing method, if you don't know. So they just ripped it out of the box and they said, you cut trees now, that is your job now. And I did not know that the chains needed to be tightened on the blade. And apparently, nobody that gave me this chainsaw knew it either. Right? Occasionally, this chain would fly off. It would just fly off of the blade. And if you're not following along here, the chain is the sharp part of the chainsaw. Now, I'm not a Catholic, but I would start doing the sign of the cross prayer before I started cutting. You know, the, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, your tap at your forehead, your chest, your chest, and your chest different parts. It looks like a cross, right? People would laugh, get a kick out of it, and said, hey, I would tip you if uh, you, you were allowed to take my money. So I would, I would be rocking this chainsaw. And at first, you know, I thought it was cool because I get to do something different. When you work a shitty retail job, you just want to do anything to get out of the monotony of that retail job. And hey, I can use a chainsaw. But it was more to it than that, right? You, you, you cut the, the stump, and then... That's not it, right? You're making seven bucks an hour. You got to earn it. So after you're done cutting the stump, you have to wrap that tree. So you have to pick up the tree and pull it through the plastic wrapping. And then often, actually not often, always, I had to help it, help people get it into their car. And often they didn't have a car big enough for that shit. So they might have to go inside, buy rope, blah, blah, blah. It was a whole thing. But I definitely earned my $7 an hour. <sighs> anyway, the, the prayer worked. I... Uh, I didn't get mauled like I did in Woodshop, which is a whole nother story. I don't know if I told it on this show. I'm going to have to have uh, somebody listen through these episodes and let me know what stories I've told already. That I got mauled in Woodshop one time. Anyway, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? Oh, yeah. Uh, this week's tip is do not assume that the people in charge know what the hell they're doing. They don't. They absolutely do not know what they're doing, and they might get you killed. That's our tip. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So the original PlayStation turned 25 this week. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. I know some people are saying that it feels like yesterday, but I remember the original PlayStation, and it was kind of a long time ago, like 25 years ago. 
I, I remember going to Blockbuster and uh, I'd look at all the games that they had for rent. I had a, an N64 at the time. So I remember, if you guys, if you guys remember the long, long time ago when video stores existed and uh, games would be for rent, of course, right? But also because this business required space, they would get rid of games and movies on a, a regular basis. They would sell you games that weren't being rented often anymore. So you'd buy used games at cheaper prices, kind of like a GameStop, but uh, at a video store. And I remember looking closely at the games once, and I was going to buy a used game uh, at Blockbuster, and my, my little brother walks up to, to help me find something, but he's looking in the wrong area. You know, I'm looking at the N64 games, and he, he starts perusing and touching and moving through the PlayStation games. I say, look, those are PlayStation games. And then the random dude that I thought was my brother turns around and says, I know, I know. So that's not much of a story, but that's that's my PlayStation 1 memory that I thought was was worth sharing on this show. I just spent a minute of your life telling you that. In other PlayStation news, the FBI has issued a warrant to Sony to give up the account information of an alleged drug dealer named Curtis Dola Alexander. Now, Dola is in quotes, like that's his, uh, his drug nickname. According to GameSpot.com, the FBI wants information on the games he's played, uh, his game progress, I don't know why they need that, the address and phone number tied to the account, and I guess more information than that. They want everything on this guy. They said, look, Sony, pony it up. We want everything you have on Mr. Dola. Apparently, the guy lives in Missouri, and I think that's punishment enough, but uh, I guess the FBI does not agree. He's been using the, uh, allegedly, been using the PS4 Messenger to sell cocaine to people. Gig economy, right? Gig economy. Uber, Uber Eats, Postmates, cocaine on the PS4. The article says that the FBI was tipped off by one of their confidential human sources, a.k.a. their snitch. So they had something on this guy, probably. And he just ratted this guy out. He ratted out Mr. Dola. So Curtis, he went by the username Speedola20, which is a little on the nose, Curtis. Speedola20. And uh, he allegedly used the PlayStation Network to sell Coke for like $34,000 per kilo. And I don't know. I'm not, I haven't bought a kilo of Coke. I was going to say in a while, but honestly, I haven't ever bought a kilo of Coke. So I don't know if that's a good deal, but that's what he was. That was that was his rape in Missouri. <sighs> so much for capitalism, right? Right? You can't you can't make an honest buck these days. Anyway, that's our video game news for the week. Let's get back to some baby names here. So, like I, like I established earlier, this baby is a boy, right? So I've already ruled out names like Cleopatra and Medusa. Those aren't good boy names. I did come up with some names that I thought might be contenders, though. Mike, does the name Basil sound too masculine to you? Uh, did you say basil? Yeah, yeah, basil. Like the herb. You sound like you don't like it. I have a few more. Just hear me out. I have a few more that I thought were pretty good. Aslan, like the lion. Exactly like the lion from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. 
Aslan. I have yet to meet a guy named Aslan, and I think that might be a good name. No, no. Okay, this one is a classic, literally. Hear me out. And it's actually kind of perfect for December. What about this? Ebenezer, right? Just, just let, don't, don't say anything. Just let that one sit for a second. Ebenezer. I, I, I guarantee you, you haven't met any child named Ebenezer, probably within the last 200 years, right? Right? I think we should do that. I don't know. I haven't run this by my wife yet. I think Ebenezer might be a good name. Or another classic, Hamlet. Hamlet. I think that one's okay, but it sounds a little hammy. Hideo Kojima is another one I thought of by myself. Came up with that. Just randomly came to me in a dream. Hideo Kojima. Also thought of uh, Torvald. I got that from an episode of Hey Arnold. They, you know what? I don't know if I should name our kid Torvald because Torvald was not a bright guy. He seemed like he had good intentions, but he was not a bright guy. Um, okay, here's the last one I have right now. Uh, Uzi. 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 Yeah, Uzi. I think Uzi, it's kind of cool, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Do you think any of those names sound like good names for a boy born in the year 2020? Yeah. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough. Let's let let's uh, let this simmer. Let's marinate on this for a minute. Let's let's move on to the news. This story comes from the FBI. Well, a branch of the FBI in Portland, Oregon. I say Oregon, but I found out uh, a few years ago that a lot of people call it Oregon. And I don't know why. I'm pretty damn sure it's called Oregon because of the Oregon Trail video game. Nobody calls it the Oregon Trail, right? I don't know. I don't know. They put out a piece on smart TVs. They said that they're spying on us, Mike. The FBI actually admitted to it. They said, if your TV has a camera on it or a microphone, hackers can watch you and listen to you bang each other. Essentially, that's what they said, right? So many words. But how many people are actually surprised about it, though, right? A lot of us already expected that this was happening, and then Edward Snowden confirmed it in 2013 when he, uh, you know, had to fl fly the coop. He flew the coop. He, uh, he left America because uh, he exposed a lot of stuff that was going on. But I don't think I need to catch you up on six years ago. <sighs> but the FBI doesn't seem to be talking about themselves here. You know, uh, they're not saying, hey, we're the ones spying on you, even though, you know, we are. They're talking about just quote-unquote generic hackers. Just watching you clip your nails on the couch and burp and do whatever God's name you're doing. I think they're warning us about it, though, because they know firsthand how much they can get away with, right? If anybody knows it's the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, they know exactly what this technology is capable of, you know? Your naked kid runs in front of your TV camera because a lot of TVs have cameras built in for some reason these days, you know? Better put some scotch tape over that camera. Nobody is supposed to see that except for your family and the NSA watching you through your home cameras, right? That's just between you and uh, Uncle Sam. But this doesn't really feel like news, Mike. I think we just sound like conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah, we. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. We have a lot of things to get through here. I, I had an idea while we were doing the news. I, I texted my wife that 
I thought it would be awesome if we let the listeners decide the name of our baby. And she said that that was probably definitely not going to happen at all. So I guess we're just going to have to come up with something off air, which, you know, it's fine. It's fine because we have to move on to our next segment. Del, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Del. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks, what was your favorite Black Friday deal? Did you guys do anything on Black Friday? You can uh, let us know in the comment section anywhere on uploaded.com. We have comment. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this enough, but on every episode at uploaded.com, you can comment. You can heart it. You can do whatever you want. You can share it. For gosh sakes, you can share it with your friends. But uh, yeah, you guys can let us know what your favorite deal was on Black Friday. I'll tell you my story. So like I, I mentioned last week, we had family here. And they didn't leave until late, late-ish afternoon on Friday, Black Friday. So we, we did a little bit of a Black Friday shopping with them. And we have a Target right across the street from me. Not the Target I worked at, a separate Target. And we walked there. We walked there, and that's important. I'll, I'll get to that later. We walked across the street to get to this Target. And this was not at 4 a.m. This was not at 5 a.m. This was not at 6 a.m. This was at about 11, 11.30 a.m. So we, we missed the insane people that trample each other to, to get an Emerson TV for $100, for $50. I need this big piece of shit TV. So we missed all that, and... We, we perused the Target, and historically, for me, Black Friday meant picking up a bunch of DVDs dirt cheap. $2, $3, $4 DVDs. I, I, most of my DVD collection is from years of Black Fridays. But over the years, that has waned because the DVD business has waned. Blu-rays have waned in popularity as Netflix grows, Hulu grows, Disney Plus arrives, HBO Max arrives, all of these fucking streaming services arrive. The DVD business has declined. But I still did pick up some. I I grabbed uh, Venom, which I have yet to see. I've never seen Venom in theaters or at home. I've never seen the movie Venom because Sony, I I, I have this, this beef with Sony totally pushed out, they copped out, they said, they announced Venom to be this R-rated movie, they said, look, uh, Deadpool was huge, we, we like this, we like this trend, we're gonna make an R-rated Venom movie, bullshit, that movie, uh, was cut to PG-13 at the last second, it made a shitload of money, despite, uh, ho-hum reviews, and they're not going back, Venom 2 was announced as being directed by Andy Serkis, and you bet your ass that thing's going to be rated PG-13 or nobody's money back because Sony's going to be making a killing off of it. Anyway, point is, I haven't seen Venom yet, even as I've recorded this episode, even though I now own it. I got the movie, Blu-ray, for $6. Six bucks. And my justification on that was, well, if I rent it on like uh, Amazon Prime, right, it would be six bucks anyway. So here I am, I can get it, I can permanently have it, I can get the digital copy. I've gotten to that better habit now of actually uh, registering the digital copy before it expires. What a novel idea, Chris. So I own the movie, and I'll get back with my my excellent two-word review of it next week, maybe, if I watch it. 
Anyway, I got Venom. I got Venom, and I got this movie. Uh, what was it? Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, also on Blu-ray. That was a 4K Blu-ray, by the way. I don't own a 4K Blu-ray player, but I do have a digital code that I added, and I think it's 4K. Who the, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Point is, I took that to the register. Venom rang up $6. The Batman versus Superman, it said it was 7 bucks. I said, yo, I can't beat that. This is It's normally $32. I rang it up at that self-checkout. And it rang up as $32. And said, uh-uh, I'm not paying $32 for this movie. No way, no how. Uh, but, you know, I just I just did the, the honorable thing. And I said, I demand justice! No, I was very polite. And I said, um, I, I, I cannot purchase this movie. Uh, could you just double check and see if I'm crazy? Because your little sticker says it's $7. So the, the the nice woman at Target ran to the electric section. She put on her her uh, her uh, joggers, her uh, Nike her Nike trainers, and she she ran on over to the electric section. And then she ran back sweating. <sighs> sir, sir, sir. Well, here's the thing. It says it's $32. It says it's $32. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But we're going we're gonna to honor what you said. We're going to give it to you for 7 So she punched in the code, and it was $7. Bada bing, bada boom, $13 later, I own two movies. And I watched the, the Batman vs. Superman one with my wife. It was actually better than I expected it to be. The action, it was more violent and gruesome than Batman the Killing Joke, which was rated R. This Batman versus the Ninja Turtles movie was rated PG-13, but it was brutal. The fighting scenes, at least. So, there's that. Rest in peace to James Avery, the original Shredder on the uh, Ninja Turtles TV show. Bet you didn't see that. R.I.P. coming, did you? Did you? Anyway, that is a long walk to lead a horse to water. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Uh, let's see here. So, the best Black Friday deal is... Uh, the uh, is asking somebody to discount Batman versus the Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for you, but uh, the reason I said that it was important that we walked there was because later, later, I decided to go get my wife and I some food, and we also live very close to this mall in Southern California that is a pretty damn popular mall. Apparently, on Black Friday, it is extremely popular because even though. We live next to so many food places, so many options. It took me an hour to, to go to two different places. And I never would have went south. And by, by south, I mean across the street. I never would have driven across the street if I had known what I was getting into. It took me an hour to get through two drive throughs and come home. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Consumerism at its best. And... Uh, you know what? I can go on a whole, whole spiel. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Thanks for the question, Ken. Yuli asks, do essential oils really work? <laughs> that is a great question. Yes. Yes, they do, Yuli. And I'd love to invite you and all of our listeners to the very first Chris to Chris essential oils party. Please bring a friend and your checkbook. How about that? We will be giving out samples and martinis all night. It's going to be a blast. And I hope you are prepared to change your life. I hope you're prepared to change your life and maybe expand your horizons on what a job is. Maybe invite your church friends. Hmm? 
How about that? How about that? Thank you, uh, Yilly. Devin asks, can you provide proof that I gave you permission to tell me hi for Ken? I'm going to read that again so that everybody understands what we're talking about here. Devin says, can you provide proof that I gave you permission to tell me hi for Ken? So last week, this, this whole thing has gotten out of hand. It's gotten way out of hand. But last week, Ken asked, geez, this is getting hard to remember. Ken asked for me to say hi to him from Devin. And we wanted to do the honorable thing and make this legitimate. So on the air, I actually asked Devin. I said, I'm doing this live as I record. I am officially requesting your permission to say hi to Ken on your behalf. And Devin, you said to me, hi, Ken. And then you said, permission granted. I have the words permission granted. And if you delete this, I have it screenshotted, okay? I have it screenshotted, and I will try to provide proof of it on our website. Hey, this is a great time to plug uploaded.com where you can see proof that this happened. I know that you new, new, new listeners are really on top of this, are really like on pins and needles here, but this is important. If you, I need you to go back a few episodes. Like, I don't know how long this has been going on at this point. Two, three, four episodes. I need you guys to go back, listen to the previous episodes so that you understand how important this is. I don't want to come off as a liar. And my Photoshop skills are just mediocre at best. So I don't want to, I don't want anybody coming up with conspiracy theories that I have photoshopped this proof, all right? <sighs> Thank you for the question, Devin. Kolos Dolos asks, if your life was a rom-com, which one would it be and what part would Mike play in it? That is a very interesting question, Mr. Kolos Dolos. I think that if my life were a rom-com, it would be The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. That's a rom-com, right? It's very romantic. There's a lot of comedy, but there's also a lot of adventure and action to it. So it's kind of a rom-com adventure action movie. But it doesn't have the same ring to it as rom-com, I guess. And I'm rom-com rambling here. So, yeah, I'd say if my life were a rom-com, it would be The Princess Bride. And Mike would play Fred Savage. Mike would be the little boy just listening to the story and complaining about the, the, the man and the woman kissing each other. That's who Mike would be. Thank you for the question, Kolos. Ken asks, if Mike was an STD, which one would he be? That rhymed. Well, Mike would be... Uh, if Mike was an STD, he would be short-term disability because he never wants to do shit around here. That would be Mike. Yuli asks, what do I have to do to become CEO of the company I work for? <laughs> Yuli, to become CEO, you just gotta hang out with rich assholes for about a month and a half, you know? You don't have to do much. We'll call you, uh... We'll call you an advisor. 
you know? And it helps if you just bring yourself uh, your own golden parachute. You know, just mention it during the interview. Say, hey, I got my own golden parachute for when this whole thing implodes. Hope that hope that works out. Thanks for the question, Yilly. Thanks for the poignant question. Devin asks, on this page, there's a little girl giggling at a hippopotamus. I wonder why. Hmm. Well, the little girl is giggling at the hippopotamus because of science, or S-C-I-E-N-C-E. And the little girl was incubated in the same chamber as the hippo. But the girl is now free, and the hippo is not. I hope that cleared things up for everybody at home. Thanks for the question, Devin. <laughs> Ken asks, what is the worst smell you have ever smelled? Ken, the worst smell I have ever smelled was last week, and it was Mike's jive turkey. Ken also asks, what is one thing you hope they don't do in the new Star Wars film? Great question. Great question. I hope that they do not ignore Jar Jar Binks, right? I feel like his story arc has not come full circle. I recently heard uh, something about the reason the Emperor was in Star Wars Episode Nine because he's in uh, the prequels, he's in the originals, and now he's in the the post-prequels, I guess you'd call them. I don't know. He's in these new movies, or the, the newest movie. You know, if they're bringing back the Emperor... And he's so old now. The Emperor is so old that he doesn't even need to wear makeup and prosthetics. That's just the way he looks now. If they can bring him back, they've got to bring back the guy that inspired his hate, which is, of course, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, you know? I hope that they do not ignore Jar Jar Binks. Somehow, that dude has to show up in this movie. And I feel really bad for the... Uh, the guy who played him. That guy didn't deserve the hate he got. Although, the, you know, the character might have. But that guy, that guy did not. So, I hope they give justice for Jar Jar. <laughs> Yuli asks, what does or else imply when you tell us to have a good weekend? If you guys are new to this show, she is, of course, uh, referring to when we say have a good weekend or else at the end of the show. Now, I don't want to give too much away. But I think it's safe to assume that or else is some sort of ominous threat, right? We haven't heard any reports of our listeners having a bad weekend since we started this show. It's incredible, really. It's incredible results. So I think it must be working. And one day, we will probably change the sign-off. You know, we just have to come up with something amazing, wonderful for 8 billion people. But in the meantime, that ominous threat really seems to be working. And I want to keep it on ominous, ominous. I don't want to keep it ominous. I want to keep it ominous. One day we're gonna we're gonna enter a spelling bee, and we will not win, but at least we will have participated. You know what? Let's wrap this show up. I think we've uh, we've really gotten long in the tooth here. We've run past our our welcomeability. There's a better phrase that I am not using here, but. I'm starting to sound like I'm at the very end of the episode and I don't know how to quit. But we're gonna. We're gonna. But before we do, we have to talk about some poll results. Last week we asked on our Twitter page, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. We said, have you ever been pulled over by a cop? But according to you said, yeah. Yeah, I've been pulled over by a cop. Probably wasn't fun. Half of you said that they've never caught me. Cops never caught you. I don't know if you were you were riding dirty or if you were riding 30. You know what I mean? 30 miles per. 
slow is what I'm trying to say. But uh, another quarter of you said that you're the cop. You're the cop. No sweat on your back, right? Sweat on your back, no sweat off your back. Is there any kind of slurs for cops and sweat on their back? I don't know. Mike, look into that. No. Okay, so this week's poll asks, what is a good name for a boy? That is a, that is a I, think, I think it's a good question, but don't tell anybody that I know about that poll, okay? So, what is a good name for a poll? A poll? A boy. <laughs> what is a good name for a boy? You know what? We might do this poll on our Facebook. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way. We're going to see. Either way, you should follow us on all those social media pages at Up and Loaded. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, or Instagram Cracker if you prefer. Don't forget to subscribe to this show anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Like I said, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Pocket Cast, Podcast Republic, etc., 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 etc. Whew, I'm running out of energy, running out of steam. But this has been episode 62 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend. Or else. <laughs>